0: Good morning everyone, Jurassic Views, Bryce Diamond, on a special morning. Uh, And that has nothing to do with the fact that our occupied city is starting to have some semblance of normalcy here in Ottawa. Um, That's a whole other situation that I'm really not going to talk about. Uh, It's not because it's sunny and bright. Here in Ottawa, it's a special morning because we have a fun recording coming your way. Last week, the Denver Nuggets and the Toronto Raptors locked horns in Toronto. And as we talked about, a a very strange uh, scheduling for the Raptors. Uh, They had played in OKC and in Houston then traveled up to denver sorry traveled up to toronto to play denver back down to new orleans on the monday and then finished up the pre all-star game break games by playing in minnesota and that was just strange to go up and down and up and down um regardless we played the denver nuggets And it was a fantastic game. Um, It was back and forth. It featured two all-NBA players with Pascal playing incredible, having 35 points and flirting with a triple-double again. And Nikola Jokic, uh, the reigning MVP, who uh, uh, had a top-five season among NBA players. Him and Joel Embiid having incredible seasons. Uh, and Nikola Jokic not only had 28 points and 15 rebounds, he made some critical plays down the stretch. Um, so this was a great ball game. We didn't talk about it. Uh, Zion and I didn't. Because we have uh, special guests doing the postgame, and we needed a little bit of time... Uh, to coordinate and record their post-game analysis, as we call the morning devotions on Jurassic Views, Aldo Baravia's students who were on the podcast giving their thoughts on the Toronto Raptors and the impact the franchise has had on them as fans and as people, uh, they're back. They're back to discuss the Denver Raptors ball game and uh, there's four of them that took each quarter um, of the game four guys, four quarters and it's a lot of fun uh, to listen to. I know you're gonna enjoy it um, but let me tell you if if recruiting is allowed to start early <laughs> uh, I don't know what the tampering, or recruiting rules and regulations are for the podcasting world. But my hope is by 2026, and I know that's a while away, but I want to make sure that I'm recording podcasts for Jurassic Views in 2024, the championship season, as I'm prophesying, and that I'm also there for 2025, hopefully a run-it-back year Um, Might be the last year, 2025, that we see Scotty, Fred, Pascal, OG, and Gary all together. That group of five. I know that's ridiculous to think about since it's four seasons away. But regardless, in 2026, (laughs) I am recruiting this group of four guys. Um, Hopefully, there's some... uh, Girls in their classes that also are interested because we'd love to have a JV team uh, in 2026 with a good balance of boys and girls. Or at that point, they'll be close to men and and women. Uh, But these guys are mostly in grade eight. I think there's one guy in grade five and they just give some really fun analysis. Uh, They're they're almost pros Um, and they have fun with it. And uh it, it it's a lot of fun. So uh without further ado, the the Markham students taking over Jurassic Views. It's a student takeover for the Denver Nuggets Raptors postgame report. All right, y'all. Check it out. Peace. Yeah, I'm like
1: Neo now. <laughs> oh, no, that was good. That was good. That's Morpheus.
2: My name is Arya and today I will be summarizing the first quarter of the Toronto Raptors vs Denver Nuggets game on February 12, 2022. This game started off rough with the Toronto Raptors because out of 31 points, Nicole Jokic, one of the best centers in the NBA to this day and the best on the Denver Nuggets right now, had 18 points in one quarter for the Denver Nuggets. This means that Toronto's defense on the perimeter and in the paint was pretty bad. An example of this can be when the score was 17 to 11, the Denver Nuggets were winning. Will Barton had the ball on the right side wing and decided to pass the ball to a on the run Nikola Jokic that just had a clear pathway to the basket for an easy two points. Another thing I want to say, is that a struggle for the Raptors was that their bench didn't contribute as much to the team as the starters, but the bench did bring a good energy to the quarter. I feel like when the bench contributes more while the first quarter is going on, the Toronto Raptors get a better lead and more confidence throughout the game. Although the Raptors' starters was a key factor in keeping the game close, Pascal Siakam didn't do as great as he usually does in the start of a game. He had six points, but contributed with some rebounds to help the team to get some easy points while on fast breaks and try and score points on the other side of the court. Denver won the first quarter by six because of Toronto's defense and the bench not providing their all into the first quarter. But at the end of the day, the Raptors still kept it close in the first quarter. I can guarantee you, if the Raptors gave their all in the first quarter of this game, They could have easily won the quarter and the game. In the first quarter, Scotty Barnes played a great game with a momentum switcher for the Toronto Raptors to get some momentum to break free with a lead, but then lost it. It was a 20-20 ball game, and the Raptors had the ball. Scotty was trying to get something up. He had no time on the clock. So he shot this ball, but then he hustled for the offensive rebound and put it back up for an and one. If that's not hustle, then I really don't know what is. That's my speech on the Raptors vs. Nuggets game that happened on February 12th, 2022. And just remember, let's go Raptors.
3: In the first quarter, the Raptors were playing pretty well. Van and Siakam were making easy threes, although they were missing many easy layups, but they were contested. A player that really stood out to me in the first quarter was Scotty Barnes, always putting in that 110% effort, and it really showed off with his close defense and smart offense. They were keeping the score close, with good offense, but most importantly, their defense. At the end of the first quarter, the score was 31-25, with the Raptors trailing by only 6. At the start of the quarter, the Raptors started with the ball. We quickly had it stolen by the Nuggets, but it was a loose ball. They tried to pass it to the player in the key, but he missed the ball, and it went out of bounds. It was Raptors' ball. Right when he, right when we were bringing the ball down, they passed it to Pascal for an easy, contested left-hand layup. This just shows how great of a big man he is under pressure. The Nuggets missed an easy three. The Raptors were quick to bring the ball down, and they passed it into the key, and Anobi fumbling with the ball as he put it up missing the ball, and it bounced off the rim. He got his rebound and was able to get it to Boucher for an easy three. Ananobi was going for a layup, and Green tried to get a charging foul, but instead he fouled Ananobi. He was over-exaggerating, staying on the ground for 10 seconds, just waiting on the call, although it was a good effort. Ananobi was charging into the key and made a beautiful pass to Birch, setting the score to 35-32, with the Raptors only being down by three. Cousins attacked, and there was a blocking foul on Boucher. She had really been doing a good job at drawing charges, but the sidestep last second really threw him off. Siakam had the ball at the top of the three-point line. Ananobi cut in for an easy layup, but never got a good grip on the ball, and it got stolen at the last second. The Nuggets had the ball at the other side of the court. They kept swinging it at the top till it reached Green, who took the opportunity to shoot the three, but ended up missing. The Raptors were back on offense. Siakam had the ball and passed it to Ananobi, who at that time was in the paint. He put the ball up, but it didn't go. He kept grabbing his rebound, but the ball, for some reason, wouldn't want to go in the net. After multiple tries, the Nuggets finally ended up fouling Banton, and he was heading to the line. He made his first shot, but missed his second, with the Nuggets getting the rebound. Pascal had the ball and passed it to Banton, who made a Clinton-windmill kind of reverse layup. I feel in this game Banton is really showing everyone his skill and how well he can play on both defense and offense. Pascal stole the ball, and it was a 2v1 fast break. He passed it to Ananobi for an easy dunk. Pascal made another layup and another layup. This man is insane on the court at 12 points in just the second quarter. In this game, I felt all the Raptors were playing their best, and I never felt that they were slacking. The players this quarter that really stood out to me that were making baskets and assists were Pascal, Van Vliet, Banton, and Ananobi. Pascal made threes and played insane in the paint. Van Vliet was constantly making threes and and Ananobi making beautiful assists in baskets banton making that insane reverse layup at the end of the quarter it was 56-57 with the raptors winning
1: here are a few things that i noticed from the third quarter of the raptors game versus the denver nuggets at the start of the quarter the raptors are trying to keep the ball out of nicole jokic's hands because he's the main guy in denver who can generate lots of plays because the ball is in other people's hands Denver continues to turn the ball over a lot which is leading to the Raptors getting fast break points Denver starts to keep it close after a little while because They get some wide open three-pointers and they get to the foul line a lot The Raptors still have the lead though because Siakam has been scoring amazingly from the second quarter onward and he keeps it up in the third quarter Him and Barnes are keeping the Nuggets behind them because they're attacking the Nuggets with speed and getting to the bucket easily. This is resulting in more points for the Raptors, either in kickout 3-pointers or scoring right at the rim. The Raptors start to gain momentum around the 6.35 mark of the 3rd quarter, with Jokic out and Siakam and Barnes still dominating. Then Denver makes their push around the 5-minute mark when some of the starters get a rest. This has been a problem for the past few games that Nick Nurse can't trust anyone in his bench so all of the starters are playing heavy minutes. Denver responds by shooting more 3-pointers and when Jokic comes back he starts to generate more plays because the Raptors aren't keeping the ball out of his hands like they were before. They still held the lead around the end of the first quarter with Siakam still being as dominant as before. Because he's scoring easily and defending well, Denver then gets away with a foul call that should have gone for the Raptors, and they grab the lead. Jokic is continuing his passing and playmaking, while he's not scoring as much. Scotty Barnes is still scoring when Siakam sits down, by getting to his special spot, which is like that floater, the eight feet area, and he scores and. Denver leaves the third quarter with a one-point lead, and the Raptors have to fight back.
4: Hi, my name is Alexander, and I am a grade 5 student in Ontario. I will be doing a summary for the fourth quarter of Raptors Nuggets that was on February 12th. Rivers starts off the quarter nicely, faking the three and going to the rim for a layoff. Early in the fourth quarter, Siakam continued his intensity, intensity, drilling a three. Then DeMarcus Cousins goes to work in the paint and goes for a dunk. One thing we had to do better this game was to protect the paint. We gave up lots of open threes. In this game, we had to defend the three-point line better. In the middle of the quarter, Siakam drilled a nice mid-range shot. That is what he's known for. That is what he can do. Mid-range shots. Trenjiro goes to the rim with a high window layup coming off of 42 points the other night. Jokic gets a pass and he goes to the rim and gets an N1. We gave up too many N1s this game. Van Vliet makes a a nice jumper. He did well this game taking a good 3 point shots and going to the rim. Jokic did really well in this game. He's a great player at going to the rim and doing the hook, the move Kareem Abdul-Jabbar used to do. That is why Jokic is an all-star. Scotty Barnes had a good game at sealing the ball and finding a good pass for a way. Absolutely great player and great draft pick from Masai Ujiri. Barton goes in for a mid-range shot and is now 110-106 to with 1 minute and 2 seconds to go. And right when we need him, Fred VanVleet comes up with a clutch-deep three-pointer with 20 seconds to go. Jokic gets fouled with 12.8 seconds left on the clock. This is big. He misses both free throws. Coming out of the timeout, it is Siakam who passes to Freddy, who takes the three and misses. OG gets the rebound with two seconds left, goes up for a layup, and guess who comes up clutch? The reigning NBA MVP, Nikola Jokic, with a massive block on OG at the buzzer. That is it, the Nuggets win by 1.110-109. 1. Overall, I think it was a hard played game from the Raptors. Siakam worked really hard for the win with 35 points. Jokic was really good posting 28 points and 15 rebounds. Next game, we've got to do better defending the rim and the three-point line. That is it for my summary. Thank you for listening.